Guess what? A comedy coach doing a podcast about comedy coaching. How redundant, yet so necessary. Let me ask you a question to get started. How important do you see your group of friends? I think it's one of the most important things you could probably consider in building uh, for your life. Because let's face it, man, some friends out there, they just ain't good for you. And no matter what you do, no matter what you say, it, it's just not going to change anything. So I, I'm doing this podcast to show you how your sense of humor or your way of being or your attitude allows you to kind of surround yourself with better people. Because let's face it, not everybody are good peoples. And I also believe a sense of humor and attitude and your way of being kind of gives you a little bit of flexibility, flexibility, flexibility in uh, filtering out those that are a little more difficult to be amicable with. And so uh, this is going to be from an article I wrote years ago. Believe it or not, your boy Manny was already considering a coaching career. No, I wasn't. This was almost as if like it was by chance because when I started MiamiComedy.com, I wrote this article. And now I look back at it as I was going through my notes, and I'm like, huh, this would be a really good episode of the podcast for coaching. So here we go. Um, and also, uh, I'd like to point out that I was speaking to the very funny Mark Vieira on Clubhouse, which I just enrolled in, uh, not sponsored by them, just saying this is a really cool app, this social media app. It's almost like social media speakerphone. And speaking of which, if you get in touch with your sense of humor and you jump on an app like this, you can make a difference in your friendships because people just jump in while you're having a conversation, let alone while I was on. Well, <laughs> I was solo on this channel, OK, by myself. And then the very funny Mark Vieira, a very prestigious comedian, jumps in. We start having a little back and forth about sense of humors and where we are as comedians. And it, it was great. So uh, he said he'll jump back in. He's got to go talk to someone on another chat room or something like that. That's really cool, though, if you really think about it, to be able to talk to somebody for a minute. Be like, hey, I'm going to leave to talk to somebody else, and I'll be right back. It's almost like you're at a party. <laughs> and then they just say, all right, we're, I'm done talking to you. I'll be right back in a minute. Hopefully, he does come back. Um, all right, anyways, uh, I put it on the title. So if anything, I'll just edit it later. All right, so uh, sharing a sense of humor finds you the best kinds of friendships uh, because your attitude is kind of a big deal. Um, you ever come across somebody that's always in a bad mood or somebody that you're just around and then, uh, you know, you kind of just uh, want to stick around. You're getting good vibes. I think sense of humor provides good vibes. Oh, that's a good one. Sense of humor provides good vibes. Let me write that down. And the reason why is because when uh, you have a good sense of humor, it's almost as like you're being considerate of the other person. It's like if you're telling the other person, um, I'm glad you're here. And it also allows them to know that you're there as well, like presence. Because, you know, if you try to talk to somebody and they're in their head or they're not considerate of you or if you're comfortable, or if you're enjoying yourself while you're having a talk, it's almost as if they're, um, they're kind of like lost in thought. So when you have a sense of humor and you talk to somebody, they kind of want to stick around, especially if they share the same sense of humor. Uh, and every once in a while, you come across friends that you may not have seen in a long time. And when you do, you notice that you get along with them instantly. It's almost as if you haven't even separated yourselves. I have a lot of old friends that have moved away, uh, especially a lot of comedian friends that got good in the city of Miami. And then they went out to places like Los Angeles, Chicago, New York. And then they come back 
and we just start laughing at stuff and we were and we're reminiscing and we're saying, well, what's new here and what's new there? And we just hit it off immediately. It's because of the connection of, of our sense of humor, of our shared sense of humor. And uh, there's also another good indication that you're getting along with someone with their sense of humor is, um, you know, that feeling when like time goes by so fast, especially when you're hanging out with someone. And, or, you know, this doesn't necessarily have to be just a friend. It could be like if you're on a really good date, it feels like, wow, I had an amazing experience and I don't even know what we were talking about. All I remember was smiling and laughing throughout the majority of it. So the feelings that you elicit to some, uh, that you elicit from someone can be in direct correlation to how well you guys understand each other's sense of humor. And you can surround yourself by quality people that you can have these good times with whether you're close or far apart or if you have a short amount of time or if you got to spend the whole night together hanging out at a nightclub or something, you can have way better friendships and relationships by understanding what makes you laugh. But let's look on the other side of the coin because you know they're out there. Have you ever met somebody that you thought was a friend but you also kind of have to watch what you say? Or even worse, uh, if you feel as if uh, you had, uh, there wasn't much to say, you didn't have anything to say at all. Uh, and there's also like uh, maybe sometimes you hang out with like a coworker, and you got to like watch your words because, uh, you know, you don't want to come off unprofessional. It's almost like uh, it, like they say, like walking on eggshells that if you um, if you say the wrong thing, you know, they're going to take it the wrong way. And then you're worried if they're going to go out somewhere and tell other people about something you said, like let's say you say a joke. Right. And it's a little dark. And then somebody kind of like sees it that way rather than sharing the laugh with you. You kind of like, oh, that was kind of messed up to say. Let me go tell everybody how messed up you are. Right. You don't want to be hanging around with those kinds of people. Um, and the difference between these two kinds of friendships and I, you know, I use the word friendship loosely on, on the latest example because uh, that was built from circumstance rather than understanding. Now, there's a big difference, I believe in building friendships between these two factors, which is understanding and circumstance. So circumstance is somebody that, you know, you ever been in a school project and then your teacher assigns you to someone and you just don't get along with the person? Hell, they might not even help out with the project. You have to do all the work and you kind of build this resentment, but you still have to work with the person because you're trying to get your grade. That's probably the only incentive while, you, while, while you're around that person. Or like the previous example, if you're hanging out with a coworker, I remember when I used to work in corporate, I would hate going into the office and seeing a particular person because they were like emotional vampires. Like my, I feel drained every time I hang out with them. And I, you know, I did it for years, but we still had this friendship or at least what we thought was a friendship just simply because we wanted a paycheck. <laughs> uh, and then there's also those friends that you get along with instantly that you can get hop on the phone and you don't feel like it's work. Oh yeah. That's another, that's another great example too. If you get a phone call from somebody and you look at that phone and you're just like, Oh man, I really don't want to talk to this person. Or if somebody calls you and you just don't, it doesn't even hardly ring on the first time. It's just, and you just pick it up. And, oh, I got something to tell you that excitement of talking to someone. That's the difference between a friendship that is built on understanding and another one that's built on circumstance. So better friendships are found by understanding your own sense of humor. Um, I believe, and this is a theory, but I believe that uh, the humor that you 
that you like or the humor that you prefer or your preference in humor is is more intuitive than you think because babies laugh okay that if that's not proof <laughs> if that's not proof alone that you're born with a certain kind of sense of humor i don't know what to tell you all right i would love for there to be a study to see if uh if the baby still in the womb laughs at something they hear outside you know like a knock knock joking <laughs> You know, you give a little knock-knock on the belly. Sorry. All right. Um, also, when you play peekaboo, have you ever have you played peekaboo with a baby? Some babies laugh when you play peekaboo, while others like are are in shock. They're like, "Oh my god, how did you do that? How did you hide your face?" Right? And probably, you know, the in this example, the the baby that laughs at peekaboo will probably grow up to be a shock comic. You never know. And I believe that in this theory, we're born with a certain kind of sense of humor, but we also nurture it. Like when we go see somebody that performs or an actor or, you know, a funny book or a play, something shapes our sense of humors into what it becomes. It's almost like it evolves. And you have to be readily available to grow your sense of humor. And always, if you're, if, that is, if you're actively seeking to get in touch with it, you always have to understand it because it, it, it's... I don't really think you find it and then you keep it forever. I think it's fleeting that when you find your sense of humor, it can become more and more things. You find new people that can make you laugh. You can find new pieces of art that, you know, is entertaining. Whatever it is that you go through as someone that tries to understand their sense of humor, it's kind of something that never stops. As long as people keep creating comedy, it'll never stop. So always, uh, always understand that about your, your preferences. And when you go out in the real world and you start experimenting with telling a joke or pointing something out that's humorous or writing or whatever endeavor you want to get into, own it. Because like we mentioned on the first episode of the podcast, your sense of humor is like a fingerprint. And if, something that, if there's something that you find humorous, you got to own it because that's who you are. You can only grow it from there. And so, like I was mentioning, it's, it's a kind of like a delicate balance of nature and nurture and if you if you kind of make it a lifestyle to kind of develop this you can i believe you can develop your friends as well because your friends can also feed the humor and vice versa um so whoever sees the humor in uh in who you are you can call that a good friend because they share that intuition with you and the reason why understanding a sense of humor is so important, especially in what we're trying to pursue here, is because it reveals social, so, social thinking patterns. Because, I mean, I understand that if you ever try to get into explaining why something is funny, it's no longer funny. Hell, I don't even know how I'm getting away with the fact that I'm a comedian on other channels and I'm a coach on this channel. The dichotomy is always surprising to me. Uh, but I feel as if the, the complexity of what is funny and explaining it or trying to put it in your own words to see if someone agrees with it, it, it can just strengthen the relationship. Like I, when I was having a conversation with Mark Vieira on, on Clubhouse, even though the conversation was about humor in a serious way, we were connecting through it. And uh, even though there's so many layers to finding out why things are funny, laughing about it is just much easier. And if you trip and fall, like, for example, if you trip and if you if you see your friend trip and fall, 
uh, and you see me laughing, it's safe to say you might think I'm a sadistic person because I like seeing somebody else tripping and falling, right? And, but what would you think of me if you didn't know me that well, right? So let's say you're at a bar at a, <laughs> at a comedy club, and I come down the stairs, and then uh, Mark Vieira is coming down right after me, and then, you know, he trips and falls, he's, right? And I just turn around, and I start laughing, Every, you know, you might be like, oh, my God, are you OK? And I'm just cracking up. What would you think of me as a person? Or are you the kind of person that you would do a spit take and laugh and just burst out laughing along with me? Uh, I'd probably buy you a drink. Um, another example is like if you make a dark joke and I laugh, what would you say about my cynical side? Would you say I'm in touch with it? Would you say that I know it? Like, I know what you're talking about, bro. Uh, that alone right there can make us instantly connect at a bar. And if you make a goofy joke and someone laughs, you could tell that that person is lighthearted. So with, just with those three examples, sadistic, cynicism, and being lighthearted, you're kind of seeing the social patterns of how people think. And you, know, you can always get a good grasp on who someone is as a person based on what they laugh at. Okay? So again... Um, if somebody is into dark stuff and you say something that's dark and they laugh along with you, it's almost as if any conversation can occur and just through that foundation, you can have an amazing relationship. All right. Um, and once you know your kind of sense of humor, that pierces right through the values that people have embedded in their character. Uh, because one of the reasons when I did networking events uh, here in Miami, when I would meet somebody that uh, you know, kind of come off like this facade, like he's a professional person. He has no time for comedy. I'm a multimillionaire. I run professional businesses. I just want to come here and just grow my network. Uh, sometimes these fronts can be a bit debilitating in creating friendships. You know, you, somebody might want to put up some sort of personality facade to protect themselves from other kinds of personalities. But if you have a sense of humor, you can pierce right through that and make instant connection. Uh, and this isn't just for a professional network. This is just with anyone. Um, most of the times when I meet celebrities or very prestigious people, I try as much as I can not to be so drawn to the point where I come off like a fan, but rather somebody that understands them. And I do that by you know, joking. Maybe they're the kinds of person that appreciates a little bit of a ribbing, you know, a little, little nudge like, eh, eh. Uh, that breaks... That breaks down the, the, the front and allows you to get to know the person a lot more better. Um, another example, ever been mad at someone or disliked someone, but then they had uh, something to say that was funny and then you kind of sort of like them now? I remember when I used to date, um, when, I, when I had a girlfriend uh, back in the day, she would get angry at me often. But the reason why she liked me so much was because of my sense of humor and how I would, we would have like these private jokes these inside jokes and i remember that every time she would get mad at me i would always just bring back a little inside joke or kind of like mimic her way of being angry like all pouty and all that and then immediately we just started clicking again it's almost as if what we were mad at was is now like irrelevant or mundane and it allowed us to connect again um so you know, understanding a sense of humor and going out there and connecting with people and making friends with people, that allows you to, um, to see these kinds of patterns and allows you to respond to things better. And it allows you to kind of connect in a way 
that is surprising to them and appreciated and appreciated because making somebody laugh in moments that are unexpected or rather uncalled for, that's powerful stuff. That's a great way to connect with someone. And uh, you also, this is probably my biggest takeaway when it comes to understanding my own sense of humor, uh, especially now in my 30s, because I've gotten a little bit more apathetic to society as a whole. Not in a bad way. It's almost as if I'm now happy getting in touch with uh, who I am as a person as I age. And, it, you know, my sense of humor has allowed me to filter out a lot of people in a great way. Uh, and, and getting in touch with what you find funny repeatedly lets you notice that people who don't share the same, the same beliefs uh, that, you, that you have, and it saves you time, saves you headaches, and it, it's almost as if you don't have to force a relationship or a friendship on anyone. It's either it's going to happen naturally or it doesn't. And that's a very powerful feeling. That's probably one of the most relieving feelings I can feel now that if somebody comes into my life, I don't necessarily have to make it a relationship. It could be a come and go thing. Like, hey, how's it going? All right, I'll see you later. And those that I, I feel a genuine connection with, I can just point it out a lot more faster. And this, this right here has allowed me to get along with better quality people. And not, necessar not, and not necessarily saying those that I filter out aren't good quality people. It's just they're not the ones that I easily connect with. Although I will make a side note on that comment. And the side note would be, allow yourself to uh, challenge your sense of humor as well. I believe that's a very healthy practice for those pursuing uh, comedy in any, in, in any way whatsoever. Like pursue people that challenge and give you cri uh, constructive criticism on your comedy because it makes you better. You kind of need a little bit of negative feedback because if not, it becomes an echo chamber and people, you know, like if you have a shared sense of humor with a group of friends and you're only saying jokes to that group of friends, you're killing every day. But when you go out and you try to use that sense of humor outside of your group of friends and it ain't landing, you know, there's a little bit of a gap. So to combine the two, like what makes my friends laugh and what makes a stranger laugh and then bringing those two together, that's some powerful humor right there. And it makes you a lot more uh, able to understand and see these patterns because you kind of have a feeling like I know that I know I can tell when a sense of humor is not going to be appreciated. Or it's, it's going to be um, uh, outlandish or, you know, like if you're in a meeting or if like you're at a funeral, you know, you can't be, <laughs> you can't be cracking jokes at a funeral, right? Um, but I will try. <laughs> I will try to lighten the mood a little bit and then ease my way in and understand to see how people kind of give that feedback. Um, again, uncalled for, comedy that's uncalled for can be very powerful. Um, but always challenge yourself, Okay. Uh, likeability does make a joke funnier. So when you go out in the real world and you start interacting with people and your sense of humor is kicking in and you're growing it and you're developing it, what you're really going for is likability. And I've seen a lot of comedians go up on stage and I've seen just popular people, just people that have good presence, people that are charismatic, that they can say anything with a, with a good attitude and it's automatically funny just because of likability. Likeability alone makes something exponentially funnier. It's, it's kind of difficult to, to express, but it's almost like, a, like gas on a fire. You know, let's say you spark a good joke. If they like you, it's like if you were surrounded by gasoline. And I've seen this time and time again on stage, in person, 
with charismatic people is anything they say is just picked up and it's hilarious. Uh, and and to, to continue this idea um, when it comes to filtering out the people, being around the right kinds of people saves you the, uh, the energy to kind of have a good day and allows you to be funnier with those that matter. Uh, if you try to entertain those that aren't good for you or that you aren't compatible with, it, it's, it's very, um, it can really hold you back and it can really ruin your day to the point where you won't have enough energy to be funny with those that can, you know, like there, there's times where I just don't want to go on stage after a long day, but I do it anyway. And it never amounts to as much fun I could really have by going on stage when I had an amazing day. It's almost like you share it. You bring it with you, that energy with you. So uh, filtering out those that aren't compatible with you can save you not only time, but also a lot of energy as well. And the best thing you could take away from this post is uh, being aware of attuning yourself to the uh, power of humor when it comes to social situations. Uh, you know, comedy in your own personal way of being funny, it's something you've got to attune. Um, it's almost like a, a radio uh, station dial. And every time you meet somebody, you kind of have to adjust it just slightly so that you can make that connection. And uh, being tactful. It's probably one of the key words on this podcast. Tactful comedy, where you can read somebody, you can read the situation, you can read for opportunities of laughter, and then you go for it, and then you fine-tune that over you know, your lifespan, or as, however long you want to be funny. And this builds your self-esteem, and the self-esteem of others. You get a good glimpse of, um, of who you are, because... Putting yourself out there in the world and kind of just like being vulnerable and, you know, growing your sense of humor makes you extremely vulnerable. So when you put yourself out there in the world and you use your sense of humor to connect with people, you know, whether it's good or bad, eventually you start getting a better understanding of who you're becoming. And everybody else out there can be like a reflection to who you are as you're practicing you know, your humor around them. Uh, I saw the documentary, uh, well, no, not the trailer of it. And I, I can't wait to see it, of uh, Patrice O'Neill and Patrice O'Neill. There was, um, I forget, I forgot who said this in the interview of the trailer. Um, was it Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary. He said that Patrice O'Neill, uh, once he understood how to kill, like how to kill on stage, that was easy. And the difficult part was telling the truth. So your sense of humor, the closer you get at attuning it with, the, with other people that you meet, you're getting closer and closer to the truth, the righteousness. And there's a, there's a difference between being right and being righteous. So when you're right, that means that you said something that was correct. When you're righteous, people just automatically know that you're somebody that lives your truth. And humor is a great channel of truth-telling. As a matter of fact, I believe the better you are at telling the truth, the better comedian you become. And so if you go out and you practice your sense of humor and you practice your comedy with other people and you use them as the mirror of who you are through your sense of humor, you'll be more and more in touch with your truth, your personal truth, the reality you built yourself in. And hell, maybe some people will join that reality and share it with you. So, all right. So unfortunately, it seems uh, uh, Mark Vieira couldn't join us. And what we'll do is we'll just edit the uh, part where I mention his name. However, uh, since we are live streaming, 
for those that are interested in this growing podcast, uh, this is going to be the third episode now. It's up on YouTube and it's up on my website, mannygaravito.com. Reach out to me if you're ever interested in any sort of comedy coaching, whether it be uh, finding your sense of humor, finding a, good, a great group of friends or creating content online, whatever your endeavors is, as long as you know what your personal uh, preference is for comedy and what makes you laugh, I can show you how to channel that over to the people that you meet, whether it's in person, whether it's on stage, whether it's online. So my email is Manny at MannyGaravito.com. Thank you very much for tuning into the Comedy Coach Podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode.